It's Brittany, and we are back. Oh, okay. Cameron. <laughs> We're back. How could We're you say in a major way? Can we have to be on our best behavior? We have a man of the cloth here today. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, for I have sinned. Uh, our, so our, our podcast has been called excruciatingly explicit. So mm-hmm. I'm just really steering into what the people expect from us <laughs> at this point. Word on the street. Excruciating. Mm-hmm. I believe it. I believe it. But we're back. We're back. We are going to this week talk about not one, but two episodes of Boy Meets World. Two. Two. I mean, it's even more than twice as many as we have in the last weeks because we talked about zero. And zero times anything is still zero. So it's like infinitely more episodes of Boy Meets World than we've talked about lately. It's true. The the strike is over. Um, The companies agreed that they won't use AI-generated likenesses of background actors so they don't have to pay them, which I feel like is a win. Seems like a good thing. I mean, I don't want people using this podcast to make money off of me. I don't know how they could. Because we don't make money off of us. (laughs) Nobody makes money off of this. It's true. They'd find a way. They would find a way. Um, So like all the old people do on Facebook, I do not give the studios permission to use my voice. (laughs) Oh, my God. Channel 11 News said that at midnight tonight, midnight tonight, podcasts will be changed their ownership unless you say right now and click copy and paste on your podcatcher and type this in that you do not allow that new podcast thing to have access to all of your stuff without your permission yeah yeah we say it does that still happen i yeah you'd be surprised i'm friends with a lot of old people okay that makes sense kyle do you do you give permission or no i don't i don't know how any of this works I have no idea, and I'm pretty sure if somebody was going to use my likeness or my voice, it's probably already out there to be used. So that's I, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. And can you blame them though? <laughs> There's lewd pictures of Kyle everywhere. <laughs> Blankets that's draped the- over him. <laughs> Blankets. That's right. There's a phase. His live form. The blanket phase. We hey guys, through. there's a really good deal online for a lot of blankets. And I mean, what other picture are you going to put but a lewd photo of yourself on a bunch of blankets? Uh, people don't know this, but no one had ever heard of the TV show Bluey in America until Kyle draped a Bluey blanket over himself. Oh he made Bluey happen. <laughs> he made Bluey right. happen. You're welcome, America. You're welcome. <laughs> really, thank you, though. <laughs> I just tucked my son in and he has a gluey blanket. So, oh, nice, nice. <laughs> it, was, it was fresh in the mind. Yeah, I didn't know bluey blankets uh, really were a thing. Yeah, so I'm not that. surprised. I mean, I'm not either, but he went through a very short bluey toy phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he could care less about them, even though he still loves the show. Yeah, um, but now he's very into Paw Patrol toys when he has not watched that show. In like three years, don't know why. Yeah, it's fun toys. They are fun toys. <clears throat> I guess. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. He, he's all about them right now. Yeah, we've sort of gone out of that Paw Patrol phase. He it's just it's all Minecraft all the time. Yeah, my uh, my son was really asking me about a uh, Pixel Pixelmon, which oh. is like I, I guess a mod on Minecraft. 
-hmm. that that adds in a bunch of Pokemon. And he was like, yeah, Dad, can you get it for me? I'm like, buddy, it's not really something that you just like. It's not like a regular game that you just buy and then you yeah. have it. It's like it's a mod. Like and he's like, "What's that?" I'm like, "Well, <laughs> we don't have time. It's bed. It's bedtime. We gotta go to sleep. I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Like, we'll, we'll figure it out." <laughs> I, we've actually been having similar conversations. My, he's only got a, a tablet with Minecraft on it. I'm like, we can't mod this. Yeah, but he sees mods all the time. He's like, "Is this in Minecraft?" And I'm like, "No, that's not in Minecraft." Yeah. And he's like, when will we get the cool Minecraft? <laughs> it's all cool, man. Yeah, I, that's right. I don't know if I'm going to police those mods. Like, I don't know what's in them. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. 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 That's, that's the hard part. That's that's extremely difficult. So, <laughs> so right now, vanilla. And that's the thing. My, he doesn't even play regular Minecraft. Oh, does, what does he play? Well, he's been playing, I mean, Super Mario Wonder. Okay, he's been playing that Pokemon. He loves Pokemon. He'll play all those games, which is why I think he would get into Minecraft if he had the the Pixel Mon. <laughs> but it's just one of those. I'm like, who wouldn't? But you have to figure out all of Minecraft. You know, kind of how that thing works before you can really dive into this mod being added to the game. So, yeah. My son created a pitfall trap with like a tripwire in Minecraft. Like I thought, like I I didn't play Minecraft a lot. I played it some, but like I thought I had, had an advantage over him. Like I, I thought I knew it all. And then he made that. I'm like, well, apparently I know nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah. an idiot. Yeah, I can't make I can't make a pitfall trap with a wire. Yeah, my son can make like secret doors <clears throat> that like you'll just hit a you'll tap a hidden switch, and then where there was just a wall, suddenly there's an inside mechanism that goes and like opens up. Um, and he just Dang. can build that. I am so far behind. Yeah, Kyle, I I'm right where you are. I'm like, oh, I know how to play Minecraft, and now he's yeah. making these things. I'm like, apparently, I do not. We're just yeah. we're too old. We're too <laughs> old for Minecraft. <laughs> we're too old. Uh, I think my son can pronounce Pokemon names better than I can, and he can also pronounce them better than he can maybe read. I don't know. So. <laughs> The the reading is what has really kept my son reading into Pokemon, but he's getting there. Oh, my son could care less about the dialogue. He's like, forget the story. I'm just here to catch. And this battle. seems unimportant. <laughs> well, he got really frustrated because he has a little thing that has fire red on it. He got really, really frustrated because he's just like, I don't know where to go in this town. And like everyone in the town is telling him, like, go to the forest. <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> so I'm like, I think we gotta, I think we gotta maybe wait on this one. <laughs> he loves Kirby. Yep. Oh yeah. He so, still plays Kirby in the Forgotten Lands like constantly. But oh yeah, that's what's up. <clears throat> Our kids would hang out, I think, and enjoy each other's company. Chance. I think they would too. We need to make it happen. We get together, get them together, and when they're all occupied, that's right. Then we hang out. <laughs> Then we hang out and play our own video games while they play video games. That's right. And then our wives can go do whatever they do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like sit around and talk. Yeah. Conversations about life and stuff. Yeah. Dumb. Who would want that? <laughs> I, you guys are actually all just here as we hang out with Kyle because we haven't done it in a while. So. <laughs> That's right. So I'll just come along for this, this random guy that you don't know. Uh-huh.
brought to you by Volkswagen, unless someone really decides to sponsor us. This is Boy Meets World Fever, and I'm one of your hosts, Cameron. And I'm your other host, Chance. I kind of forgot how we start the show. I did too for a second. Um, you did wonderfully. Thanks. But we're back. I was um, thinking you were going to go with Polaroid. Oh, yes. That would have been a way to go. I was also thinking maybe the Pembroke Manifesto Company mm. um, or something. I feel like they probably have a class in manifesto writing. Um, I, it's because it's a joke school. Oh, okay. We're back. I can get back on that now. But before we get to into literally any of those things, we have a guest with us today. Um, it's been a long time, a long time coming. Do you remember the song? I hope I remember the song, um, but it is my friend, Chance's friend, and soon to be all of your friend, Mr. Kyle Thomas. Here he is. Cause it's Kyle Thomas, Kyle Thomas, coming on our show, Boy Meets World Fever, it's what he's doing, it's good to know I got friends who'll always podcast with me, cause it's Kyle Thomas. Yeah, I love it, that was awesome, so good. So you got your own intro music, how do you feel? I feel uh, more accomplished now than ever, I think. Yeah, who's ever saying your entrance? Put that on your LinkedIn. I'll put that on my LinkedIn profile. Before we started recording, we were talking about LinkedIn and how we don't. I don't. Chance and I don't even have one. Kyle's is not very accurate. Mine doesn't even count. Is LinkedIn like Facebook or not Facebook? uh, MySpace. Sorry. Mm. Can you like clip? Cameron's song out and every time someone goes to your profile it sings it I wish I wish I could do that no I can't do that yeah honestly social media has been pretty downhill since MySpace yeah there is a new social media out uh it's it's it was called something else Uh, now it's called laps and there is a spot where you can like so you journal photos that you take Uh and you can you can add a song in to oh. like your kind of your journal, you know, profile. That laughs like L A P S or L A P S E. L A it has the E on the end. Oh, like so a time lapse. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Or a, a lapse in judgment. Yeah. Is this the next big thing? Do we need to like invest? Um I I don't know. Maybe. I I'm again I'm old, so I, I have it. I don't necessarily know how it works. <laughs> But it's but it's That's a thing because you're with all the college kids. Yeah, I'm with all the college kids. So and I'm with all the middle school kids, and uh, they just don't know anything. They're just all dumb. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. I, I help old people run businesses, so you know we just cover it all here <laughs> on today's episode. All the ages. Um. Yeah, my wife got an app. It's like a. <laughs> I don't even understand it. You send videos back and forth like they're text messages. Oh, Marco Polo. Oh, is that it? Yeah, I believe so. So I, t- students have have coined it as Snapchat for old people, but oh. yet they also have it. So it's Snapchat for old people. <laughs> I'm like, but you guys have it. So like Snapchat's like 15 years old at this point. Like, Snapchat, Snapchat's pretty old. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there there's we have some friends that have it, and they oh. communicate. I think um, my wife does. Yeah, they communicate well, pretty consistently with it. My wife has it as well, but she only uses it with a college student that lived with her while she was in, well, like a college student who's now like 23. That's important. So she's lived with my wife at her home while she was in college. 
And like that's the only person she uses on it. And I don't think she knows how to start a new conversation with someone else. <laughs> you know, as you get older, it's really hard to know how to start a conversation with someone you don't know. <laughs> so true. I get it. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. And the older we get, the more we realize like, these are fads. I don't want to learn this one. Maybe I'll learn the next one. Yeah, I'll just skip this one. It'll be fine. Yeah, there'll be another app. Probably some evil tech billionaire is going to buy this one and just ruin it. Although, I mean, MySpace never came back. It never did. Doesn't shame. like it. Doesn't is it like still it. out there? Uh, I don't think so. It, think it, it was a few years back. I don't know. I'm don't looking know. it up live. I don't, I don't know. I'm sure somebody probably bought bought the rights to something what's, what's tom doing these days you know i mean if he was smart he would have sold the rights to myspace and now he's sitting pretty or oh, wow. I feel like a couple years ago they tried to make it a thing again but i don't know if it ever obviously it didn't take off yeah it looks like it's a music like a music news site now hmm. <clears throat> interesting that like was sort of a thing that it did before ahead of its time there we go myspace get it Get it, MySpace. Try it. Oh, I would listen to this. Flea joins Nick Cave and Warren for performance of We Know Who You Are. I would listen to that. I like yeah. Flea and Nick Cave. I have no idea who Warren is. Maybe Buffett? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not Buffett. I think it's safe to say that's not Warren Buffett. <laughs> Probably not. I think that's a guarantee. Um, it's been so long. That I've almost forgotten how to do this, um, but it's not been so long that I don't entirely know how to do a like a rewatch podcast. Because if you're listening to this and you're just now rejoining us after our hiatus, we need to let all of our listeners know we have another show, and so this is a plug for that. We have two shows now. This might be news to Kyle as well, um, <laughs> but you can also find us over as part of the Fever uh, Podcast Empire. Um, Find us over at Henshin Fever, H-E-N-S-H-I-N, where we are talking all things Common Rider, mm-hmm. everybody's favorite uh, Japanese superhero TV show. Yeah, Karate Bugman show. It's good. <laughs> you can join us over there. Um, but we've been doing rewatching or doing an initial watch of the newest Common Rider season, Common Rider Gotchard. And so you can check us out over there every Monday. Slash every other Monday at this yeah. point. Yeah, every other Monday. We're doing two episodes every other week. So, so check it out. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. Because that's not this show. This is Boy Meets World Fever, as I already said. Um, and we're here to talk about Boy Meets World. But before we do, Kyle, this is your first time with us. Hey, first time. First time. Mm-hmm. Long you time this listener. episode before the podcast started. I did. I told you. Yeah, so- Chance invited me <laughs> way back, and I said, "Bro, this is the one episode, or I guess two episodes, two episodes, uh, nice two-parter that I wanted been... to wanted to do." And he's like, "That's a long ways away." And I, I just figured, I don't want to like try and you know overstay my welcome, so I'm not going to try and get on another episode. Mm, I was like, "Hey, if, really, if really I only tells me is you just believed in us." I, I believe you guys are going to get that far. (laughs) That's right. I believed in you or maybe it was, Hey chance, you better make it. Yes. To season seven. (laughs) Like you better or else. Yeah. 
You know, I kind of, there was a part of me that was like, maybe we'll make it like two seasons before life gets too busy and we stop, but it never happened. We, we're almost done. Here we are. I mean, life certainly did get busy. It did. But we're still here. We're still here. But Kyle, what is your, what's your history with Boy Meets World? I mean, over three and a half years ago, you called out this episode specifically. <laughs> so clearly you have some history. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I grew up watching Boy Meets World. Uh, it was definitely one of those, like, anytime it was on, I wanted to watch it. And I mean, you guys, I mean, we grew up in a, you know, cable television age, right? So if you didn't know what time something was coming on, you missed something. It was, it was pretty rough. You know, like, oh. I'm watching the same episode multiple times because I missed the new one or whatever. Uh, and so I was, I can't remember when, but there was a time I got to, you know, kind of like watch, watch through it all and kind of catch up. Um, but these, I mean, these two episodes really, uh, and really part two is, is really kind of what stuck with me from an early age. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of what, what took, what takes place, what transpires. Uh, and so it was something I always remembered like, man, I love like that episode. So mm-hmm. yeah. Plays with squirrels. And that's a big, a big part was yes. Mr. Plays with squirrels. <laughs> yeah. It's really quite strange. Cause like, I don't think these two episodes are like iconic, but Eric in plays with squirrels is super iconic. Yes. <laughs> and everyone remembers it. Everyone mm-hmm. remembers him. That is what they think of when you'll mention Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but these, I feel like these are definitely two. I think I would say they're iconic. Like after, and then there was Sean. Like this is probably the set of episodes that you think about. Really? When you think about Boy Meets World. In my mind, it's just like, this is kind of what sticks out. I it's like, oh, an episode where they get, they're in the school with the killer oh, mm-hmm. and plays with squirrels. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, but like the first episode that we're about to talk about, I didn't like. I if you would have asked me like, what are the pranks that happen? I would have been like, I remember the bear and the honey. Like that's a thing. See, that's yeah. the one I forgot. Like I remember the car because I always thought that was very funny, um, and the picture obviously. Uh huh. <laughs> In the picture. Okay, Brad. No. Uh... Yeah, I agree. I agree. That first episode just kind of, I felt like was one of those where it's like, oh, they're just pulling these these silly little pranks on them. I mean, silly but extreme. <laughs> it's very, very <laughs> silly, extreme. Silly but extreme pranks. It's just the, wild. The scale of the first two pranks are kind of wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really know how you go up from putting somebody's car in their dorm room. <laughs> nope. I do not know how, like, oh, yeah, don't worry, there's more. It's like, what? How is there more? You put I'm a Volkswagen bug in their dorm room. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get started on the episode. Um, I'll syn- give us a brief synop. Yeah, give it a brief synop. I don't even know how to say things anymore. Um, and then um, we'll, we'll give it a, a good going over. Um, there's really only the one plot, um, and that is... Corey and Sean tick off uh, Rachel, so she bans them from the dorms, so they play a prank on her. Mm-hmm. And the, the friend group is kind of divided between the three that are, like, original cast, uh, Topanga, Sean, and Corey, 
and like the three that have been added, Angela, Jack, and Rachel. <clears throat> and then they play a prank on them. And then Corey and Sean go too far playing a prank on Rachel specifically. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be fight. Well said. I like it. it. It is weird because in a lot of ways it is the tamest prank. But like emotionally they go too far. That's right. <laughs> That's right. They cross a lot of emotional boundaries. Yes, it's a, a violation. Mm-hmm. Yes, although one of the pranks might be considered an assassination attempt. I, yeah, probably. <laughs> like, I don't know what else you consider that. Yeah, I, yeah. that's uh, that's pretty close. I think could have died to try to take, take their life. So <laughs> I can't wait. Um, yeah, I know. Progressing through this, I feel like is going to be a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe instead of scene by scene, we do it prank by prank. I think that works, at least for this first episode. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because obviously in the second episode, it does not work. Um, overall, the general feeling... So my story of this episode, like these two episodes, I watched them, you know, 16 weeks ago or whatever, when we were going to do this originally, like that day. And then like that afternoon, we were like, uh, should we do this? And we decided to hold off. Um, but when I watched them before, I didn't like it that much. Um, I was like, this is okay. Um, but now that I've watched it, you know, all these months later, um, I actually really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like it was very fun and it was like refreshing in a way where I like wasn't tired of Corey um, in a way that I'd been tired of Corey. Um, and I didn't feel like, oh, he's being super immature and dumb. I'm like, this is just funny. <laughs> um, and so I think maybe that little break uh, helped me. Yeah. to appreciate a little bit more rejuvenated uh, w- one of the things we've realized kyle is that no one should watch this show the way we're watching this show. <laughs> it's just not meant to be done um <laughs> you're not supposed to think about it you're not yeah to, you're just supposed to go oh yeah um, i i realized that <laughs> watch, watching this episode thinking about things i was like oh what a, this is taking away all the joy <laughs> in a lot of ways um, I feel a lot of the same way as you, Cameron. Um, I, I feel like the the second part or the second episode is the big highlight. Uh-huh. Um, but I enjoyed this first episode more than I thought I would, even though, like, I don't know, I still kind of think it's not much. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I enjoy it. Yeah. yeah just, go ahead, Kyle. Oh, I, I was just, I mean, I really, you know, it is kind of because it's part one. Obviously, it's mm-hmm. just meant to really set the stage for for the next episode. But as I was watching, I was like, "Man!" Like, and you guys kind of mentioned, it's like, there's a lot of immaturity, right? <laughs> like, just a lot of like, we're just letting things just get all out of hand. And then I thought back of like, but wait a minute, when I was younger, oh yeah, there was a lot of immature. You know, like there were probably a lot of times where somebody said something to me that. I would blow out of proportion and overreact and be like, Oh, well, nobody cares about me. Like, you don't, you know, like, and so just watching these pranks and seeing these things, it's like, I could see myself lose it on, you know, being glued to a chair and have honey <laughs> dropped on my head. And then, you know, like a bear <laughs> enters the room. Like, uh, yes. yeah, yeah. I could see myself losing my cool. So, so yeah, I just thought it, I think thinking in that perspective is like, Oh, they did a, I mean, a, a pretty good job of showing how, these things can kind of build up and then mm-hmm. people can react the way they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. The, I think the emotional conclusion is actually fairly satisfying. 
like all of these things that like a friend group like this would like kind of well with the exception of eric but that's a different thing (laughs) poor eric (laughs) poor eric the like these people like jack and uh and sean do not have a normal relationship like Corey's kind of the main character and rachel has basically no connection to him like (laughs) yeah they they would i feel like yeah it's pretty believable that some silly pranks could lead up to something like this. Yeah. Yeah. Or just somebody parking in your spot. <laughs> just somebody parking in your spot. You had a rough day, and that's the final straw. Breaks that's the camel's true. back. All right. Um, so let's go prank by prank. Prank by prank. Or prank one. Yes. The car in the dorm room. Was there some setup mm-hmm. to get to the prank? Um, as we've already kind of talked about. But as most episodes of Boy Meets World start, this one starts with Sean and Angela making out. <laughs> um, and then they look over and Corey and Topanga are just reading magazines while Corey is just being the worst slob <laughs> he's throwing popcorn everywhere yeah yep <laughs> Sean's just like why aren't you why aren't you making out and he's like well once you get this engine going <laughs> it's non-stop to Puerto Rico <laughs> and Topanga's like I have no idea what he's talking about that's right that's no right yeah he's like neither do I that's where the real divide started is when they all weren't making out in the same room. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which That's is what you're supposed to do. It's a weird thing in general. <laughs> it's it's so weird to think about like TV standards cuz like nowadays my my wife has started a job where um she gets to be around like young people with disabilities again and um her students who are like lower 20s but they have you know uh individuals with down syndrome and individuals with autism and stuff like that but most of her students are obsessed with uh these movies zombies uh-huh. have, you, have you seen or heard of these i'm familiar yes um we we so her and i watched the first two so she could talk about it with her her like not students but like charges i suppose <laughs> and um it's so weird because like they aren't they like no one kisses anymore like ever they don't even like the main two characters don't even like kiss at the end of the movie yeah um and here we've just like we open the episode with like full-on making out in bed Mm -hmm. um but yet other things have gotten so much like looser (laughs) that is very true it's just weird how standards change yeah that's a good point it's a very good point um i don't really recommend zombies if anyone's anyone's out there watching yeah my nephews like my sisters or my wife's sisters kids were like really into it and we were over there once and they were watching and i'm just like this isn't this isn't good (laughs) the the first one is like kind of absurd enough that i was entertained the second one is really bad and we have it it, kind of killed our enthusiasm (laughs) to watch the third i guess the second one's the only one i watched so i kind of came into Apparently the worst. It I mean, was, they do get worse. I don't know. I, I was like, oh, I'm just going to go in and have fun with this dumb, dumb Disney Channel original movie. Because I love dumb Disney Channel original movies. And even with that like mentality, I watched it. I was like, why is this so boring? <laughs> why, why is this so bad? And why do so many worse people love it? Um, but yeah, the first one's fun. Like, If you're going to watch one, watch the first one. Maybe the third. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, but Rachel comes in, just like 
yeah. so mad. Um, she's just like, as an RA, she's like, this job is terrible. It's just Rachel fix this. There's no corn nuts in the vending machine. <laughs> so I'm like, there's not. We'll fix it. <laughs> um, she's not having it. And then she's just like the, the one perk that I get is my parking spot and somebody parked in it and I had to walk a mile and a half to get here. <laughs> and then there's just like, well, what if they didn't know it was your parking spot? <laughs> and she just instantly knows that it was Corey and Sean that parked because apparently they have a car that's just yeah. like never really talked about <laughs> yes i have no idea what sean drives <laughs> we no know place. it's not the trailer yeah because the trailer got one that would have been obvious and two got destroyed <laughs> um there's a trailer parked in my spot <laughs> who could it be i don't know um yeah it's <laughs> i i get her frustration however we all went to college together if an RA had a spot, but that car wasn't in that spot when night came, anyone's taking that spot. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Nighttime when there's no one enforcing parking, <laughs> that's no. your fault. Yeah. It's the Wild West. Yeah. that's And that's exactly <laughs> the other thing is they wouldn't be given RAs spots. No. Nope. No. It's unimportant. No. anything. Yeah. You get a room with apparently a roommate. In uh, in Boy Meets World, so well she chose the roommate. That happened in an earlier episode. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that is a good point. So, um, but Rachel's very upset. Um, and he's like, "What are you gonna do? Like revoke my corn nut privileges? Like, oh, you wait, can't. Because there's not any." <laughs> um, and she's like, "This is what I can do. You're banned from the dorms. Dun, dun, dun. No more he's making like, out." I am shocked and dismayed. It's like you can't be both. You'd be shocked. I'll be dismayed. <laughs> so dumb. It's funny because they, they keep the bit up for a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. So they're going to leave and then Topanga says she's staying. Because mm-hmm. this all could have been avoided if they'd have just been like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that was your spot. Um, <laughs> if they showed an ounce of human decency. Yes. <laughs> Rather than talking about corn nut privileges. <laughs> and the long arm of the law. Mm-hmm. It's non-existent, and you can't actually do anything to me. Uh, but they get banned from the dorm, um, so they're like, "Well, this is war. Like, it's yeah. just it's mm-hmm. on." That's and right. then Topanga is like, "Oh no, you shouldn't have done that. These epic pranksters." Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "When did this? When did this become a thing?" Like, there's a lore <laughs> about about Corey and Sean of their pranksters pranking ability. She's like, how many episodes into the show are we now? This has never really come up. No, like their schemes are like, oh, we accidentally pretended that we're in a band and now we have to sit play the name game at the school dance. Like that's not really a uh-huh. prank. Yeah, there's sort of yeah. a, there is sort of a running thing of them just like being schemers. Yeah. It's like they had the scheme to get Feeney and the Dean together and they were like the godfather. Or whatever yeah. in that situation, but that was like the one time, and they just seemed to kind of like chance their way into it. Yes. Yeah. I, I guess maybe Shashan opening the bed and breakfast in Feeney's house that one time. Uh huh. That's kind of a good, a good little scheme. That's fair. That is fair. I agree. Yes, there is some of that, but like a prank, no. Yes. There's not really that. Um, yeah. But then we get the prank. So the scene flips and Rachel's laying in bed and this alarm starts going off and the lights are flashing and her little Volkswagen is inside her dorm room with the alarm going off. 
<laughs> very modern sounding alarm. Very yeah. in a very old Volkswagen. Uh-huh. So this was this was this was custom uh, added later. Maybe Sean added it. That was probably yeah. Greg. He, he, yeah, he must know. He he knows a guy. His uncle Mike. That's right. Uncle Mike. That's probably how he learned to take a car apart and put it back together. Completely quiet. Uh-huh. Silent. And in a matter of a person sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's impressive. Yeah, I mean, it's impressive for sure. As far as pranks go, top tier. I I, I would be a Feeny in this situation, because yeah. next Rachel yeah. brings Feeny, it's like, get them. And Feeny's just like, You you put a Volkswagen in her dorm? Good yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> How did you do it? Yeah. I would definitely be that that uh, authority figure that's championing their their prank that they just did. And then he's like, yeah. take a moment, go for a drive, into your closet. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Feeney's great in this episode. Yes. <laughs> he truly is. 100%. Um, so she quickly realizes that no one is going to help her. Um, so she decides if you can't, like get retribution she's gonna get even mm-hmm. so her and angela team up they're gonna get they're gonna pull a prank to teach the boys a lesson uh-huh then topanga says she's gonna be on Corey and sean's side mm-hmm. and so they say well we need to even the odds and add someone to our team yes so she someone who's like smart and cunning cut <laughs> to eric trying to open a can by twisting it, by twisting it with his with his bare hands, he's just like this jar is stuck. Oh, Eric! And yeah, Jack this, is just like that's because it's a can. This is peak dumb, Eric. Yeah, <laughs> peak dumb. It just gets. We've not seen this level. Yeah, before. yeah. But I love it. So good. Yeah. So I guess she seduces Jack. Okay. Uh huh. Just by licking his ear. <laughs> just. I, that's it. That's it. Just, yeah. just here. Not only does she, she seduced Jack, but also, I mean, all the other guys wanted to be on their team after uh-huh. that. Eric's like, can I have a cookie? No. Could I have a cracker? <laughs> no. no. Still no. Um, Topanga should have hit Corey. Uh-huh. <laughs> I agree. Um, but yeah, so the teams are set. And what should Feeney be teaching about but... The Civil War. War. Brother against brother. Friend against friend. You know. (laughs) He's talking about it and then uh, Eric's just like, this war has to stop. He's like, don't worry, Eric. The Civil War was over over a hundred years ago. (laughs) He's like, no, no one cares about that. It's this. This right here. The only thing that's ever important is whatever's going on with these seven people. You know, I can like, I can suspend my disbelief that they got a Volkswagen into a dorm room. I can suspend my disbelief that they brought a bear into the school, but there's no way all seven of these people are taking a class together. Not a way in No, <laughs> No. Let alone like American history, which is probably like an entry-level course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We've already said Eric has like clepped out of everything. That's true. Um, so he wouldn't be in this class. Yeah, maybe he's just here for fun. I don't know. Maybe he's not actually in he's that class. He's just he's like, everybody's it. mad at each other. I have to be there yeah. to fix it. That's right. <laughs> I just remember being like, there's no way they all are in this class together. <laughs> That's not a thing. It's just no, too, no. too good to be true. 
Because I'm just yeah. thinking when we were in school, I had a class with Kyle mm-hmm. twice, maybe three times. Yep. That's about it. And I never had a class with you, Chance. Nope. Or really anyone else that I knew except for our friend Adam. Like those, yeah. the, you two were it. Those were, and those were electives. Yes, because we very deliberately chose that class. <laughs> we signed up mm-hmm. for them together. Yeah, but like a class where you talk, unless they all just decided no one else is taking Feeney's class and we feel bad, let's yeah. all sign up for his class that's only on the Civil War. <laughs> that's right. It's like Feeney is such an easy grader in his old <laughs> age, in his infirmity, that we can just, this is a, this is a bird course. <laughs> Piece of cake. Easy cake. You know, that elective you take about the Civil War. Everyone mm-hmm. does. Civil War 101. Mm-hmm. He's like, next week we will talk about the first shots at Fort Sumter. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> there we go. Well, I did like when Eric is like freaking out and then Beanie's like, Eric, I have no idea what you're talking about. And that's the <laughs> way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I like it. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. So class gets dismissed, but Sean wants a kiss. Mm-hmm. Who can fault the guy? So they they do hands up. So neither <laughs> of them can try to pull anything. They kiss and everybody boos. And Eric's like, this has to stop. Like we can't like, continue with this. Um, but then we find out that Corey, Sean, and Topanga are all super glued to their seats. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty mad about it. Topanga especially, but Corey and Sean are just like, this is nothing. <laughs> this is the lamest prank that's ever existed. And like, nice try, but come on. <laughs> then Rachel pulls a string of a rope that's just there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you walk into a classroom, like especially on a college campus, and not see the ceiling. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Maybe <laughs> like, like... <laughs> especially if there's like supposedly three buckets hanging with like honey in them. Like, how are you not? I don't know. Maybe yeah. uh, Nolan and Asher are sons. Minecraft built mm-hmm. in the future to mine. There's, there's a redstone circuit that runs through That's the right. ceiling. You're right. I'm that sorry. It has to activate with the pulling of the rope. I the ceiling has that. actually yeah. move out of the way. It's very impressive. The, the trap pistons that go. <laughs> yeah. They, that's why they brought Jack on the team for his, his cleverness. Yeah. His and he's got a bankroll the whole thing, too. His, his, his intellect to make uh, the trapdoors. But yeah, and then they get covered in honey. <laughs> They're like, okay, this is better. Good, not great. Um, but all right. <laughs> and then watch it appear at the door. <laughs> but a bear. And Corey's just like, it's great. <laughs> now it's great. That's and I right. guess they rip their pants <laughs> and bolt out. Of them. So this is a murder, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. what's happening here? I think definitely took it up a level. <laughs> definitely took it up. If one of those kids wouldn't have been able to get their pants off the uh, chair, that bear <laughs> could have eaten them. Yep. Bears love honey-headed kids. <laughs> the bears love honey-headed kids. That's right. Um, I think if this had happened to me, well, one, I'd be dead. But two, <laughs> I think I could rip my pants. Not, not even giving yourself a chance. <laughs> bears are fast, guys. But he was he was leaning on the door frame. It's true. He was very oddly leaning. He on was the displaying himself. <laughs> it's like, hey guys, got any honey in here? 
Right. But Sad survived. I think I would have been really mad and been like, I could have died. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But then I would have been like, how did you? I, I want to know everything. Tell me everything. Yeah. How, how did you get a bear in the in the building? How, how did you get a bear? How did you get a bear in the building? How did you get it out of the building? Past everybody. Right? Like, <laughs> class hasn't been emptied that long. Nope. And nothing. Yeah. Didn't bother anyone. Yeah. I would have just been like, I need to know. I need to know everything. And also, what happened? Here's what I think happened. Jack calls Eric's dad and says, "Remember when you had that bear come to the wilderness store? You got that guy's number because we need a bear." And so he could just he could just make that happen. That's not too inconceivable to me that they could have access to a bear. Okay, you got enough money, you can make a lot of things happen. That's all I'm saying. That's true. Oh, I can see that. I don't have enough money. I don't have bear money. I don't have bear money. I don't even I have buckets of honey money. Honey in the hair would have would have been a a real angering point for me. Yeah. So that would take a long. I feel like it would just wouldn't come out. Yeah, you got that really curly. Yeah. Curly hair going on. Yeah, I feel like it'd been. I would have been the. I would have been Topanga in the in the story. <laughs> You were washing your hair for eleven hours. <laughs> eleven hours, hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's almost one of those things you gotta like blow dry it and like get it kind of hard and then like start breaking it up. Uh, you gotta comb that out. I feel like I would just have to cut my hair. That maybe that maybe true. I don't really know what the alternative <laughs> would be. We've seen Kyle with all lengths of hair. <laughs> we really have. Mm-hmm. That's true. He's wearing a hat right now. For those of you at home, so I don't know what it is, what its current state is. It's long. It's in a. Oh, I, there it is. I got it. Little yeah. bun. Little bun. That's true. Last time I saw you, your hair was very long. So I know it is. Long. It is still very long. <laughs> so there's that. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> so that's prank two. That's prank two. Moving on to prank three. Yeah, the moment it all goes wrong. Pretty much instantaneous. Uh huh. Yeah, it takes no time. It takes no time. And here's the thing about prank three. It's set up as this like very serious moment in this like breach of like trust and everything, but it's also very funny. (laughs) (laughs) They put these moments of comedy in there that it's just like, I don't think tonally this is working. (laughs) They they get this picture that Rachel had made for Jack, sort of a boudoir photo, I suppose you would say. Um, where she's just got a blanket over her, and it's clear that that's like about that's all she's got on. But like all, but you can see her. But you can only see like her shoulders and one leg. You can see her shoulders and a leg. Like, like she doesn't have any like arms, or it's like the most innocuous of a risque photo you could possibly get. Talking about the uh, different stages, chance that you mentioned earlier regarding kissing. And this, it's like those things have flipped very much like to where a lewd photo now would be very different. It's true. Yeah. I mean, is, but is this like, this is going to sound, is this like the best, like it could have been like a beach photo or something like and it would have been more like believable to me. Yeah. I, yeah. But what's just like so tonally off about it is it's like she's there crying and Jack goes up to rip it down. He rips it down and there's just another one. 
And so he rips that down and there's another one. And he just like takes Rachel and moves her in front of it. <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh, we can't stop. Yeah, it's very funny while she's bawling on uh-huh. uh, It's so good. It, it, it's such a strange, it's such a strange, like, I don't know. I think the thing for me, because, okay, they've already put a car in her dorm. Yes. Her and Angela's dorm have a car in it. But then, like, because it, 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 you know, it kind of ramps up. Like, well, hey, how did you get access to this photo? right and Andrew's like wait a minute Sean you said you needed a book you lied to me to get into the dorm room to get access and I'm like wait whoa, wait whoa, whoa, whoa. brother already put a car in the room like why is he needing her key yeah, to true. get into the room mm-hmm. when he could have done that anyway he could have done it at any time I'm guessing on the night when they got kicked out like this was just a conversation as they're leaving the building of like oh we have to put her car into her room and so they just like prop the door open <laughs> oh, okay i mean yeah that could be that could be it well i don't uh, know i don't know it's open close that door a lot of times to get that car in there yeah i mean i can understand that for like the the main entrance to the the door you know but mm-hmm. anyway i just thought it was just this whole thing of like whoa you're really they're you know ramping it up to make it this this very big deal of breaking breaking now it's become breaking trust right mm-hmm. not so much hey you put this picture for everyone to see it's like oh trust has been broken here trust has been broken there and that's when you see this divide mm-hmm. you're like the web's all yeah spin out from there it's like jack I, this was for you only and you showed your brother and, and he showed me a picture of angela and Corey's like what nobody showed me anything that's right i just love how it's like this is a picture only for you me fully covered by a blanket <laughs> more covered than if you were wearing a prom dress in the early 2000s that's right I'm um, saying. but yeah so i I guess it's supposed to invoke the idea of like a very like private, intimate photo. Mm-hmm. It's a it's it's about sensuality. Y- yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Emotional intimacy. Um, but it is like when they bring it when they when they show the the betrayal happening, all the guys are like as crowded around it as they can possibly get. <laughs> it's like. Okay, sure. The uh, the common phrase now would just be they're down real bad. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They're down bad. <laughs> um, uh, so every everything here just kind of spirals out of control. Topanga comes in and she's like, "What's going on?" Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Rachel, I'm so sorry. Like if I if they'd have told me, I would have like stopped them. Also, why didn't they tell me?" Mm-hmm. So she gets mad at the Corey and Sean for not saying anything, um, like including her in on their stuff, because that was the whole point of what they were doing. Yeah. Um, so everything just sort of falls apart. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm not talking to you. Well, I'm not talking to you. Um, yeah. Eric finds out that nobody wanted him on their side. Yeah. Um, that poor spy. Honestly, I feel like Jack is the meanest person in this entire episode. He really like, is. Jack is a tool. Yeah, I I don't know what is happening here, but he's just like, uh, don't say anything, moron. It's like, yeah. 
Hold hold on. Hold the phone, Jack. I don't know. Like that's just like intentionally trying to hurt people, not like being hurt. I guess hurt people hurt people. I don't know. Hurt people hurt people. He got aggressive. He got aggressive for sure. Yeah. He's definitely an angry drunk. Uh (laughs) You don't want to see him drink. Nope. You don't. Um, that's where this episode kind of ends though, with everybody mm-hmm. mad at each other and not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Topanga saying, and I'm not talking to you. Um, right. Which for some reason always sticks in my mind of her saying yeah. that. I think because in the next episode it starts with that recap of her saying, and I'm not talking to you. Mm-hmm. If Topanga's yeah. saying it, it's bad. <laughs> it's true. And she's very shrill about it. Uh-huh. Um do we want to like rate an MVP this episode? We often do because it's easier for our end of. Yes, season. I think we should. We definitely should. Oh, I need oh. to get. I gotta get out the paper. You oh, do you even know where it is? It's just I can just search it up. It's in my drive. He thinks it's, it should be. You all can talk. It'd be awkward working. if it wasn't. It would be. <laughs> well, I'll, we'll explain this to Kyle, even though we explained it already. Uh, we're going to rate it uh, 1 to 10. You can do, do any points you want. If you want to do a 0.83, you go ahead. <laughs> um, so rate it out of 10, 10 being like the best episode of Boy Meets World ever, 1 being the worst Boy Meets World episode ever. Uh, and then uh, we're going to give it an MVP who's the most like – and it doesn't have to be – it can be the person who drove the plot the most, the person who was the funniest, the person who was – um, like the most in, important to the story, any of those things are good reasons to give an MVP. And then we're gonna we're gonna workshop some names. Boy meets something, something. And it's what Corey meant. Oh, I found I like it. it. You found it. It's loading. You gotta dust that dust off of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oop! A filtering error. Uh-oh. Not a filtering error. Technology. The ongoing saga of my internet being bad. It's true. Cameron Cameron has technical problems. <laughs> so often. It. We love him. We love him. It's okay, Cameron. I don't. It happens to the best of us. Um, Thank you. He almost lost his computer a few weeks ago, Kyle. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, he was trying to watch the 1960s Japanese uh, Spider-Man series. Um, where Spider-Man gets a mech to fight with. And uh, he clicked on it, and his school-issued computer said, hey, this might be porn. We're reporting you. (laughs) So rude. (laughs) And so Cameron quickly sent an email. (laughs) I did. I talked to my boss, and I said, hey. I want um, you to know. I was trying to watch 1960s Spider-Man series. Japanese. Japanese, sorry. Sorry, Japanese uh, 1960s Spider-Man series. Not pornography. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's kind of close. Whatever. (laughs) These days, you just never know. I mean... Yeah, it's true. That is not why my computer got lost. Well, that's what I meant when I said lost, but... Like yeah, he's got it taken away. They <laughs> showed up at his house at 2 a.m. and took oh. it from him. No, I'm just mm-hmm. the Give me that. Give me that back. But he, right. well, I've got the sheet yeah, pulled up. Did lose it. Well. All right, we've got it pulled up. 
All right. So we all do individual ratings, but we have to agree on the other two. Yes, we do. I think I am going to give it an eight. Okay. When my sheet loads, it's frozen now. <laughs> we'll just write it down on a piece of paper. It's so Here, embarrassing. Okay. okay. It's working. Oh, it's working. It's okay. Okay. You're going to give it an eight. You liked it then. Mm hmm. All right. What about you, Kyle? Yeah, I I uh, I also think I, I'm going to give it an eight. Um, I had that thought in my mind before Cameron said it, just so we know. Right. Um, There's no way to prove that. <laughs> there, there isn't, but I'll know. Uh, I believe Kyle. He's my friend. Oh, thank you, Chance. So I think it's just it's just a fun, you know, as you mentioned, Cameron, if you just kind of, you just don't look at reality and you just kind of zone out a little bit. Mm -hmm. it's, a fun, it's a fun time. If you've not watched the show for like 16 weeks, it's a previously, <laughs> if you're not analyzing every single minute of the show, it holds up it, once you've had some distance from the series <laughs> as a whole. <laughs> um, you know, I'm I'm close to you guys. I'm I liked like three quarters of it, so I'm gonna give it a seven point five. That's fair. Um, so fair. that brings the average. I gotta do some math. Yeah, I really just wanted to make the math hard for Cameron though. That's I right. appreciate it. Divided by three. So that gives us an average of 7.83. Oh, I picked 0.83 earlier. You did. <laughs> I was like, if you want to make it like 0.83, whatever. You did, which this, just doing a quick glance. Um, it's now a long glance. It is currently. <laughs> it's it is no longer long quick. It is now. It's our third highest rated episode. Of oh, season seven. Uh-huh. That makes sense to me. You know, it's almost not fair. What were you going to say? Family Trees is at the top, followed by Angela's Men, and then now this one. Uh, it's almost not fair because I don't like really remember what we've rated the other episodes, so I'm not really uh -huh. rating them in like, comparison to each other. They've all been pretty low, but looking at what next week's episode is, I think we'll get back to our trend of being pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it the one? It's That's the, the she's having my baby back ribs. Oh, okay. That's not the one. No, but it is pretty bad. <laughs> um, there is one episode that when we were starting this podcast, we both knew it was in season seven. And it's the one where Eric and Corey like have a garage sale mm. that Cameron and I, like before this podcast even started, like, that's just such a bad episode. I'm not looking forward to it. Just can't do it. It's coming up. It's coming up. It is. Just a few um, away. We should start a countdown. That's right. An emotional so, countdown. An emotional countdown. Of having Maybe, to suffer through it. You know, it it could blow our expectations out of the water because it they're does. so low. Hmm. It, can, it can't be worse. <laughs> yes. I mean, it could, I guess. Um, um, but I would like to open the MVP discussion um, with sort of an unsung hero, I think, of this episode, and that is Mr. Feeney. Uh-huh. I think he just provides the right amount of levity, um, just really good comedic beats um, that need to occur in this episode. He speaks for the audience, you know. I agree. Um, you're just like uh, you must have been glued to your seats. You must have been glued to your seats. Um, I I don't think he's the unsung hero of the episode because I think he's the best part. So. <laughs> he's the sung hero. <laughs> I, I I would agree. Uh, I think I think Mr. Feeney definitely comes in clutch in this episode. Uh, it's definitely not Jack. No, LVP no. Jack. No. Um, 
We are we are historically Jack defenders, but not in this episode. <laughs> no. Yeah, I I think he he does a good job, and I already have the person in mind for uh, episode part two. So I think we all do. I think we all know who it is. <clears throat> we can't ruin the surprise for everybody. No, because who knows what it's going to be. <laughs> I mean, I, I could change my mind. Maybe they never watched. They're just um, listening. All right. Um, so you can name it. Oh, yes. I, I've forgotten. Um, who was it? Kyle said something earlier, like, boy meets lewd photo. That was, I think Cameron said that. That's boy, a good meets, boy meets lewd photo. Boy meets barely lewd photo. <laughs> boy meets 90s lewd photo. <laughs> I like that. 90s lewd photo. ABC, ABC Network TV lewd photo. That's right. The lewdest photo ABC would allow. <laughs> the lewd photo that would now be in G-rated movies in today's. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if G-rated movies still exist. I think they may have them, but I think it's just a. I think they're just PG. I'm certainly rate, not they, going to watch them. They rate them G. I'm just saying, some of those jokes in Bluey, they're much lewder than that photo. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually some fairly heavy topics in Bluey. There is. Like there if is. you're like paying attention. Yes. Right. We, my wife, we read like an article or something. And it's like, there's one episode that's all about, um, what's the mom's name? Chili. Chili's uh, miscarriage. And we were yeah. like, uh-huh. no, there isn't. And we watched the episode and we're like, oh, oh it is. It there's is. an episode that is banned. And not banned, but it's never aired in the United States. Um, cause it's called like dad baby or something like that, where they yeah. play a game where a bandit, their dad is pregnant and like, they go through the whole process of him like giving birth and he like, see, like, I mean, he's wearing a baby carrier with a doll in it, but it like comes out. And so it's just like this very open discussion of like childbirth. Um, <laughs> and, uh, we, we don't do that here. <laughs> yeah. They came from the stork. We have thousands of shows about storks. I, I, I see it now, guys. I see you pursuing bluey fever next. <laughs> you know? You know? Hey, I do saying. it. And we play I'm the games. Saying. We play it's the games that they play. That's right. Uh, we do intend in our household next weekend to get the bluey video game. There's a video game? Yeah, it's coming out for the Switch. You get to pick oh. your, your bluey family member that you play as. Wow. What kind of game is it? Like a Mario Party esque? Yeah, a little Mario Party esque. Because you play the, like all the games they play on the show, and that makes the most sense. Yeah, it's actually a Soulsborne. <laughs> <laughs> but um, early reviews are actually pretty good for it. Nice. Might have to check it out. So yeah. for a kids game. Yeah, have to have to see something my daughter might might be interested in. Uh, Grace, Grayson's kind of over. He's over it. Uh, Asher still really likes Bluey. Yeah, I try, yeah. I try, because I'm like it's wholesome, you know. <laughs> Grayson's like, forget that, I want to watch Pokemon. I'm like, ah, oh, I can't argue with that. I guess it's true. Asher was watching a lot of Pokemon, but he stopped in like the like world championships that Ash is in, and I'm like, I want to see what ends. Oh yeah, I had <laughs> to like watch the, it. The conclusion. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't seen a, it, bro. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's not the conclusion. It's I know they play the OG song. I don't know what it sounds like or anything, but I know they play the OG song. 
during like the final fight, and I'm like, that sounds epic. I think they did. I think they did it really well. (laughs) I want to see it, but he's kind of like he's like not watching Pokemon right now. Ah, well, it's a bummer. Tonight I tried to convince my wife into playing Stardew Valley um, while uh, we were recording this, but I don't think she went for it. (laughs) Probably not. Because my her sister just got a switch. It was playing like some little cozy, you know, life farm uh, sim yeah. kind of game. And she was looking. She's like, "You got to play this. It's great." But we didn't really. She didn't want to spend twenty five dollars to get it. I was like, "Well, I have Stardew Valley, and it's better." Like I don't even know what this other game is, but I can tell you right now, Stardew Valley is better. One hundred percent. But she just wasn't sure. Animal Crossing. That's good. That, yeah. Animal Crossing is a big hit. With mm. the, with wives, uh, yeah, my wife did not care for it, but most well, do. <laughs> most do. It's true. It came in clutch at a time in life. So, it did when I we all needed it. That's right. Anyway, but let's we should continue on <laughs> to the next episode, uh, which is one of my favorite named episodes, and I really hate that Disney Plus <clears throat> like renamed it. Oh, did the they? Last episode was know. called The War. But then they named this episode The Peace. But then in parentheses, it's called Seven the Hard Way, which Seven the Hard Way is actually the name of the episode. Yeah. But then for some reason, Disney Plus was like, we have to name it The Peace, um, which is a dumb name. It's not good. Because Seven the Hard Way is a good name. Okay. I didn't know. Yeah. So here we are. Um, I'll give a brief synop of this one. Do it. Um, the gang is all fighting. Um Eric is trying to get the group back together. Um, It's going really poorly. And he sort of imagines this future where they don't reconcile. I want that stricken from the record. Oh, I guess we don't know for sure. (laughs) There's a, there's a future where the gang doesn't know each other. And we get to kind of see that play out as they return for Mr. Feeney's uh, retirement. Mm -hmm. That's right. Again, I think while this episode is really interesting, I think it will be one of the fastest like covered episodes ever because it's uh-huh. really only three scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess you could count four if you count the hallway right after they like go into the dream or whatever, but uh-huh. but it's all basically boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. It's, uh, let's do initial thoughts before we get into it. Initial thoughts. I mean, I I like the episode. That's that's initial thought. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, good. I think I think when you know the war ends, right? Because everyone's yelling at each other, all in each other's faces, um, and then they come into this. You know, hey, they're in this room now. Uh, not talking about the civil war. Now they're talking about their own civil war. Uh, and Feeney Feeney's inserted. You know, he's now been brought into this, and he's not like lighthearted anymore. He's like, okay, now I realize you guys are being kind of dumb. All yeah. right. Uh, and you need to you need to wake up. So we're going to sit here until you guys really wake up and, and reconcile. Uh, but then again, you kind of see everyone just kind of branch out into their own immaturity in some sense over some petty thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, again, I'm not above being petty. I've been, yeah, a, I've been petty in my life. Who among us has not been? But it just, we I think, together, Kyle, we know, yeah, that's right. We know I'm, how each other is. 
<laughs> that's right but i just think it's a i mean it's from really from i mean start to finish like it just is it's pretty enjoyable um and they do a good job of kind of like hey this is what this alternate reality could be if if this is what happens and uh and even or showing regular reality or regular reality mm -hmm. that's true but i just think it just is is a pretty solid pretty solid episode mm -hmm. um kind of keeps people into it because it's like oh okay what's well what's happening so yeah i am a, maybe a little more mixed i do like it and i think especially the flash forward is really well done mm -hmm. um <clears throat> there's some things about it that bothered me more than maybe they should have um so we'll, we'll talk about it we'll see yeah because i love like a time skip Mm -hmm. I think just as a like a trope, a time skip is a thing that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that they did one here, like I just really appreciated it. Um, but I think I would have liked to see it like play out more. Mm -hmm. um, and I know kind of the way it ends with like plays with squirrels and all of that. Like that's that's where it was working toward. But like getting to kind of see more of it and kind of like see it play out. Um, I think I would have liked it more. But again, maybe that's just like later on in television history that mm -hmm. those things kind of become more prevalent. I've never watched Riverdale, but <clears throat> I hear that there's a, a lot of things like that, like time skips and that just like stay and everyone gets superpowers at one point. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> uh -huh. I think they've copied us in all of our reboots of this show. <laughs> Well, I think shows nowadays aren't uh, aren't like twenty, you know, twenty minutes long. It's that's also very true. Twenty one minutes long or whatever it was. So, um, but yeah. So in this episode, I don't even know how to like do it in order. Like Feeney sits them down in the class, kind of like Kyle said. He tells them like, "You guys are being dumb. Like, let's work this out." They start fighting, and everyone's like, "Everyone's got their own reasons to fight." Like, uh -huh. they got bad blood. Yeah. Now, Quote now Taylor Swift. Bad, bad blood. Um, you know the Angela, Jack, and uh, Rachel think that Sean, Corey, and Topanga are making it all about themselves, which they are. <laughs> it's a fair point. Yeah, um, but they're also like fighting amongst themselves, and mm -hmm. yeah, so he's like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do a kindergarten thing and write down on a piece of paper mm. like what we like about each other." But Rachel's had enough. She doesn't feel connected to these people, so she leaves. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, because Corey even says, like, why are you against me? Like, we're like married, and you've known Rachel what, like, less than two years, and she's just like, yeah, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, what am I? I'm just on the outside. Yeah, so she goes off. Yeah, but like, they're still connected to Sean because they're brother and girlfriend. But she's like, I'm nobody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, and that's, I mean, that's like a good third of the episode right there. We just summarize yeah. both yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, and I mean, it seems like, you know, everyone has their reasons. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, Mr. Feeney pulls a rope and honey falls on all of them. <laughs> and another bear comes in. And then the, the bear comes in, but the windows have now been barred shut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't been barred Super shut. Super the windows instead <laughs> of our stairs. And Mr. Feeney has bolted the door shut as well. Yeah. And all you hear is like him laughing maniacally. <laughs> As the lights go go out because he finally lost it with these kids. <laughs> um, and then out of nowhere, and this is what I want to talk about. 
Because I don't know what this is. We suddenly jump forward, and I have always thought this is Eric imagining it. But like the show does not does not frame it that way. No, it doesn't I, suggest it at all. Is this like the episode like showing a potential future? Is this like are they having a collective hallucination? I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it doesn't ever say. I uh, so I was thinking about this. And this is because, you know, shows usually, well, yes. Boy Meets World, you know, there's always kind of this message they're trying to teach, right? Yes. Trying to, you know, hey, we want to show this. Uh, maybe the first one is kind of, hey, sometimes, you know, there's some things that can go too far, right? Mm -hmm. uh, with this jump that takes place, I don't think it's so much, I mean, it's not because it, it's not like Eric's up there saying this is what's going to happen right okay. as you mentioned it's not like it's him dreaming this thing happening or this is the reality that we'll be in if we don't reconcile right now i think it's more for the audience watching to be like this could be potential struggles like if we don't find ways to reconcile our differences with you know our friends i i i 100 think you're right I still don't understand. Like, oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying it makes sense, but it just, just kind of comes out of nowhere. Like, we've had weird time stuff in Boy Meets World before, but like, normally it's explained by a character from Sabrina coming in. Yeah. And uh -huh. It gets ma literally magic yeah. <laughs> in some way. But yeah, yep. I don't, I probably like rewatched where the skip happens like three times. I was like, what's going on here? And again, Going back to that, you shouldn't watch this show this way kind of That's, topic. Yeah. What are you, Cameron, you're reading something. Um, yeah, I was just, I was trying to make sure I was thinking of the right thing. Because there's this book, because um, when I think about what's going on in this story, um, where it's like we see this possible future play out, and then it like cycles back. There's this book from, I think it was in the 80s, it's a Czechoslovakian novel called The Unbearable Lightness of Being. Um, oh, yeah. And as a book, it's it's going against this idea of like eternal recurrence. You know, like time is a flat circle. Everything that's happening has happened before and will happen again. And just kind of this continual cycle. And the book kind of is like, but what if it's not that? And it's like everything, everyone has one life and you live one life and you need to get one shot at it. Just like Eminem says. Um to get one shot and when you're done you're done um and that's it and that's kind of the lightness of existence is the fact that it's just the one time and then you're done and so the way the book plays out is it like kind of goes and follows these characters but then it goes back and follows like what if they did something different and kind of mm -hmm. follows these like diverging timelines um and it doesn't ever come and kind of like wrap them up again it's just like let's play it out let's play it out Let's play it out. And that's like how this kind of feels in a way. It's like we get it played out. It's like Rachel just left and Eric doesn't go after her. And then we go back and Rachel just left and Eric does go after her. Mm -hmm. So we kind of get these two things played out where it's not like, oh, this is just in Eric's imagination. It's like, this is what happens if Rachel just leaves mm -hmm. and everyone just kind of becomes like blase about their yeah. friendship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think you guys are right. It's it's oddly like philosophical and esoteric for like Boy Meets World, which is not either of those things ever. No. But I think you're right. Yeah, Boy Meets World <laughs> does the unbearable lightness of being. 
<laughs> That's what they should renamed it. I wonder. I wonder because, like, I've seen a few like movies like that, like Mister Nobody. Um, there was a show in the mid two thousands or a movie that in the mid two thousands that no one watched, but um, yeah, right, not. Um, but it's kind of that idea is he's constantly like he's constantly flitting through like all of the different possibilities of his life, um, kind of deal. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, I wonder if there was a movie out around this time that was like kind of had this premise, and one of the filmmakers was just like. Hey, what if we did that in our show? I like it. But yeah. we don't tell anybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We just do it. <clears throat> we just throw it in there. Um, but yeah, so we get this thing. Everyone leaves the classroom and they all need time. Mm-hmm. Like, I, just need a, I need some time. Like eight years. Yeah. Yes. And here they are. They've had their time. <laughs> and then we cut to 2006. When yeah. I, Mr. Feeney's retiring. Yeah. The year before all of us graduated. Finally. <laughs> That's right. Um, which is kind of wild when you think about it. Yeah, we're old. We're old. Yeah, it's just like this moment that's like this seemingly far off point in the future that now watching is like so long ago. Yeah. So long ago. It's like, oh, seven years. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh. We, were, we were babies back then. Yeah. Yes. So... <laughs> Maybe not chance. He's he's ageless. Age, I am. You're right. I agree. Outside of time, <laughs> he does. Uh, that that book you were reading is about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I exist at all points as I am now. If you rearrange the letters in Chance Meyer, you get Miles Kundera. What's that? It's just right there. That's the author of the book. Oh. <laughs> chance. Okay. What's what's that? I should probably should have gotten that. He's so excited. He's like, that is what, <laughs> what you what get that mean? if you rearrange the letters. What do you mean by that? I like that name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we cut to Feeney's like retirement party. Um <clears throat> and everyone uh like I guess it's just Corian Topanga at first, and they're like very hesitant. They're like, I don't want to go in. Mm-hmm. He's like, we're here for Mr. Feeney. Like, he's like, what if I see somebody? He's like, you say, hey, how are you? You know, you what just you make the small talk, and that's it. And you just move on, and that'll be yeah. fine. He's like, and then we can go home to our little girl. She's like, yeah, we can. Oh, yeah, Old Beverly. That's right, <laughs> Beverly. <laughs> Beverly. Ugh. Glenn. Yeah, Beverly. Beverly Glenn. That's Beverly right. Glenn. That's Matthews. When you think about it, uh, what a name! Um, so they're they're there, and the first person they run into is Angela, who mm-hmm. apparently decided leather pants were. The, <laughs> it's two thousand. It's two thousand six. That's a wild time. It is always funny when you watch shows where they try to predict fashion trends, um, where you've like already lived through those fashion trends, and it's like this is just more nineties clothes. Topanga's <laughs> wearing all pink. Yes, yeah. she's all pink. Yeah. She looks like she looks like they became like Quakers or something. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. She's like very God. matronly. Because she's a mom now. This is yeah, how she's a mom. mom now. Yeah, and they're like, "You look great. You look great, Corey. I look great." That's just a little joke. Oh, Corey. We know your whole life's a joke, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, all right, bro. 
And Topanga is obviously stressed out, so Corey's like, I'm going to go get some liquor. And she goes, large? Make mine a large? <laughs> um, yes. And so when they're talking, he runs into Jack. It's awkward. Um, Jack is terrible in the future. He's a, captain, he's a captain of industry. That's right. <laughs> he's like, what is it like to have that much money? Great. No, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, Corey, I guess this is a recurring joke. He's like, hey, do you ever hear the one about the accountant and the penguin? He's like, you gotta go. You gotta go. Excuse me. Um, and then uh, is next is Topanga showing... Oh, is it Feeney and... I don't, I don't, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Topanga is not working. Yeah. He was like an, a lawyer and then had the baby. Yeah. Apparently they live in Connecticut. <laughs> sure. <laughs> mm. Old, old money, Connecticut. Yeah. I guess that the, they're trying to like invoke the idea of like, they're a boring married couple. And where do you put uh -huh. boring married couples? Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> What I've always said. Yeah. Um, you don't want to be at a hit place like Philadelphia. No. Mm -hmm. Stupid. What's that got? Like the first Constitutional Congress? Yeah. Fresh Prince. <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Um, so they're talking about that. Sean is talking to Feeney. He's like a writer now. <clears throat> Writes for Rolling Stone. Very prestigious, I suppose. Mm -hmm. uh, but then you know then he sees Corey, and they kind of catch up a little bit and it's obvious that they have not like spoken since the time that they said they needed a moment to think yeah um, it's just like everyone's out of touch with one another yeah i mean they gave each other plenty of time <laughs> plenty of uh -huh. time. they've had enough time it's time to talk yep plenty it's, of time it's finally time um i do i do enjoy the moment where Feeney is like have you met anyone special not yet Anyone on the horizon? Not yet. Are you happy? Not yet. <laughs> like, That's yeah, just kind of sad and sweet. <laughs> yes. Um, but then Angela sees him and she's like, oh, hey. He's like, oh, you're a writer? Um, and then they kind of talk and then she leaves and he's like, she wrote an amazing piece about the rainforest of Costa Rica. <laughs> um, Sean's been stalking her a little bit. What a, what a typical guy. <laughs> right? Yeah. Playing playing dumb <laughs> in the wrong time. <laughs> oh, you're right. Man, don't be an idiot. Yeah, and then he's like, why didn't you tell her? Why haven't we spoken in seven years? It's a fair point. He, he got him. He got him there. It's all Rachel's fault. <laughs> it's all right. Rachel's fault. They only knew her two years. <laughs> Long ago. She crushed everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then she. they're like, whatever happened to Rachel? And then she's there. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. But that's uh that's after the yeah. epic entrance. Is of, it? It is, yeah. It is. It's almost like the last thing that happens. Yeah. She's, oh, the, she's the last one to get brought up because you know they're trying to plan her being unimportant. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I really thought she was before Eric shows up. Corey tries to tell the choke the joke to Sean when in a silent moment. And uh -huh. he's like, excuse me, and he goes to talk to Jack. Yeah, and then they're just like, uh, it's been a while. We should just keep it that way. Yeah, and they part ways, and then Jack tries to leave, and then, and then Eric comes in. Yeah, Eric walks right. in. And Jack says, "How do you? Why do you have this power over me? I'm a captain of industry. <laughs> a powerful man. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I love the moment where Eric, where Jack's like, don't care. He walks out, and Eric goes, 
I have something for you without even turning around. And Jack like <laughs> plops facing against the, the window. window. When he's just like, "Are you? You're crazy!" And he's like, "Is it crazy to re- renounce all your worldly possessions, live apart from society, and learn to uh, purify and drink your own urine? Then color me crazy." <laughs> So good. It's so good. I love the uh, the yeah. Tootsie Pop beneath the beard. Uh-huh. It's it's uh, true. I love it. It's part. gross. It's <laughs> it's pretty gross. Um I kind of felt bad that Will Fernell had to like lick it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. um, as I watched him do it, I was like, I bet that that's not actually real. It's probably just plastic. So it's yeah. not actually like, sticky and gross. There's, yeah, there's no way it's sticky. It's a, it's, a, it's a fake beard anyway. So yeah, fake beard, fake sucker. I hope so. Maybe I bet, I bet it's a real sucker. <laughs> um, it's an AI generated sucker. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have the protections yet. That was the first thing they they used AI on was for a tootsie pop. Um, but yeah, so Jack's like, "What could you possibly have for me?" <laughs> He's like, "It's me, manifesto." throws this massive giant book just right into jack's hands he's like read this this. that's right um and then he sees feeny and tries to do the feeny call (laughs) i can't do that anymore uh, so I guess, I guess uh, that urine drinking hasn't been great for his lungs. No, it's like he's not that old. <laughs> he's not that old. And apparently, he lives only in nature now. So he's at best be late. Old. He's at best late twenties. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's but, it. You know, the future, um, man. Yeah, once you get thirty, you just cough all the time. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess we, you, all three of us, have been pausing this to cough fairly regularly. So. Trying to. That's right. Cameron's drank okay. like I think three Stanley cups. For, uh, <laughs> Stanley. <laughs> it's a quality hydration device. Maybe it is true. I haven't tried to do the Vini call. Maybe I can't. Um. Yeah. If I was in a better respiratory state, I could. I could do it. <laughs> uh. And he's like. Mr. Matthews, Mr. Mr. Squirrels, Eric <laughs> plays with. <laughs> He's like, He's don't doing... tell them we have it about our daughter. He's like, I have uh, a niche. I have a niche. A niece. Niece. <laughs> like making the drinking. Right. That's right. He's Phoenix. clearly hitting the sauce. Feeny's a little tipsy here. <laughs> the thing got a large liquor. Mr. Feeny got an extra large. He did. <laughs> Mr. Feeny says. All right, everyone, go home. I'll see you to my funeral. <laughs> uh, and that's when Rachel gets brought up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are like, oh, you not friends friend. anymore? Can we talk about how the people who wrote this episode have no idea what someone from Texas looks like? Oh, that stereotypical, like that? stereotypical well, Texas. I feel like that's stereotypical, Apparently. like Dolly Parton impersonator. Like, what's happening? I, th- I think that's what they're going for. Over Probably. the top. Didn't they know she's from Tennessee? Over the top. <laughs> the fools. My hair Texas. should move to Texas. <laughs> That's right. I just like the fact that, I mean, she came back. Like, after, you know, like, I'm just like, man, I'm pretty sure if, like, something like this, you know, again, what if happens? It's like, I'm probably not going back to a, a teacher's retirement party. Yeah. Who wasn't even really my teacher. 
who yeah. wasn't really my teacher. Yeah. And apparently we never talked to each other or saw each other yeah. again, even it's though like, we still had one to two years left of college. Yep. And we all end up professor, in the same class. If I had a college professor retire, who knows how many of mine have retired <laughs> by this point? I certainly didn't get an invitation. That's to true. Any sort of retirement party. And I wouldn't have attended even if I, if I was invited. We weren't invited. I did see one of our college professors uh, after he retired. I ran into Dr. Mike Thompson just the other, just a few months ago. Did you? I did. We live yeah. in the same city now, and oh. we use the same Walmart. Look at that. <laughs> so did I know he, did, did you talk to him? Yeah, I've talked to him several times. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, Mike Thompson and I kind of developed a bit of a relationship because I would go to Zanotti's and he would play jazz at Zanotti's. Ah uh, yes, yes. Um, so I started hanging out there um, with Matt Miller a lot. Well, not a lot, some. And we'd see him playing jazz and we'd talk. And he came into Hastings a lot, so. Yep. Good old yeah. Mike. Good old Mike. Anyway, nice little excerpt from our lives. That's true. That's yeah. one of our mystery. We won't you did a class with him, didn't you, Cameron? Uh-huh. I had a couple. Yeah. I only have one. But I had at least two. I think two. But we all, we all, I, I've known one of our retired college professors. That's right. Well, we didn't get an invite. We didn't. We did not My get an invite. Didn't get an invite. Just so. rude. After all we've been through. Yes, um, she's just kind of like, you know, moved back in with her boyfriend that she left, and they got married. Has two kids, little Corey and little Topanga, mm-hmm. and they're like, really? No. Are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> Chris says, "Isn't married life great? We're divorced." <laughs> Oh. oh, okay. Um, Eric says, I married a moose. We don't need counseling. We don't need counseling. But yeah, uh, it's Rachel who's kind of like, man, I thought you guys would be friends forever. Like, what happened? They just don't know. Yeah, and it's one of those where it goes back to uh, when they were in the classroom before this this whole jump, uh-huh. right? And, and Feeney kind of says, you know, was it, it's like small, stupid fights or small... Stupid little fights can escalate into stupid big fights. Mm-hmm. And it's you're kind of seeing that, like in Rachel saying, like, oh, I thought you guys would have been together forever, even after I left. It's like, well, clearly mm-hmm. this stupid little fight escalated into a, a stupid, stupid big, big fight. fight. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, it, it, and it's a good point because, like, the longer you go without, like, reconciling that fight, the harder it is to go back and do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Because um, the more, like, built up again so yeah um the more awkward and weird you get this is probably this this coming up part is probably like the weakest part of the episode to me and the kind where i'm just like really really because like jack's like okay i'm gonna read the secret of life and they're like that's three thousand pages he's like well it's blank pages there's only one writing on it um and he reads it and the show thinks this is like most Just deeply profound thing. The yeah. deepest revelation. <laughs> it's so, not reality. <laughs> he goes, lose one friend. Lose all friend. Lose yourself. And, and everyone's like, wow. So true. <laughs> so true, King. But but here's the I think the thing is, and this is where like this was true for Eric. Yeah. It was true for Eric, and I guess like, it was kind of true for all of them. It's kind of uh-huh. true. I mean, they all, the rest of them had their lives, right? But you could tell, like, in this, whatever this is, 
there's all of them that have like their lives, but they're not content. Yeah. And so I think in, and I, I get it. Cause it's like, okay, for us, you know, it's like, well, if we lose a friend, like we're not going to lose all our friends and we're not going to necessarily lose ourselves. Right. Like, uh, I don't but, know. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's true. Um, uh, but I mean, clearly Eric, like he's personifying this character of this saying, yeah, he's now, he's now plays with squirrels. He's, not he's now a, he's, he's now a, he's now a hermit. You know, he's married to a moose, uh, living in the woods. Carries around this massive three thousand blank page manifesto, except for the first page. Like, so he's lost himself. He's lost, you know, like all of his friends, all reality, really. Yeah, I agree. It's just so weird because, like, even Feeney's like, wow. You were always the most interesting. <laughs> I agree. The funny about it is just not so much this show, but Girl Meets World in particular, just like cuts the legs out from this entire thing. Oh, really? It's like, it feels that way because it's like Corey and Topanga go off to New York and that's just where they live and they're not connected with anybody. Like Sean and Angela break up and never end up together. Rachel never makes an appearance. Jack goes and becomes a dirtbag. Um, and it's just like they are all apart, but they're all just living their lives. And it wasn't like Rachel was the lin- the thing holding them all together. Um, like they were just fine without yeah. Rachel. Um, it's been so long since I've seen Girl Meets World. I just don't remember. But hey, that's that's true. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't watch it because I knew it would just frustrate me. So it's not that good. Um, that's why I didn't watch it. Yeah, but I feel like yeah, just the premise is a little bit flawed. Because like I think about. You know, the three of us, I'm trying to point to you all, but you know, <laughs> the camera, um, yeah. you can't see that I'm pointing to each of you in turn, but it's like, we're all friends. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we had a good group of friends when we were in college. Um, and even thinking back further, like high school, we were like, these are my high, like my friends and we're going to be friends forever. And you know how many of those people I talk to now is exactly zero of them. Yeah. <laughs> and even thinking to college, it's like, yes, we're friends. Chances who I definitely talk to the most. And I know some of the other guys like play games and probably talk more regularly, but I still don't have an Xbox. So I'm not, <laughs> not included, um, which is fine. This isn't me airing that grievance. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know if you know this Cameron, but there is this thing called cross play now. I think that's fake. <laughs> <laughs> so you can uh, play with us if you really wanted to. Uh, Xbox get into this. sucks and I will never sully you have my a PlayStation. PlayStation. My PlayStation. You won't I'm a full-blown Sony crony, and I'll never play with an Xbox. You won't play with a... Or you could play on the Switch. Or... Yeah, just pulling out his Steam Deck. Or his Steam Deck. You could also play on that if you wanted to. No, I'm just saying. I would never I would never play with a bunch of Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a full-blown Sony crony till I die. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just be like me and have both. That's also true, but no, probably won't. Probably won't do that. But what I'm saying is, it's like we're not at that same level yeah. that we were when we were in college because we were around each other. Like we've moved Con- apart, huh? Constantly around yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to the bathroom at the same time. <laughs> why not? Yeah. So, um, but it, you know, so it's just like friendship looks different. And it's not like, well, if I lose one friend, there it all goes. My whole life is falling apart. Yeah. It's just, it's like not true. And like, I have other friends that aren't you too, and you have friends that aren't me, um, and that aren't each other. 
but it's like we have it's not just like this one little insular group and i know it's a tv show and it's yeah, when you yeah. start talking like this that it all falls apart because there's only so much cast members that they can have yeah <laughs> in a tv show which is why there it just seems to be this very insular group because it kind of has to be um but you know it just kind of feels like when you pick it apart a little bit the whole premise and the whole statement kind of falls apart because it's just not true yeah <laughs> yeah i mean I, I agree i would say at least from my angle like our group of friends we may not i mean obviously we're, we're not around each other all the time like we used to be and uh, because we don't live in the same dorms or the same town uh, mm -hmm. but it is something to where it's like if i think about man i need like I just want to reach out to these guys, you know, to let them know what's going on in my life, or like, hey, I need some input, or these kinds of things. Like our group is still that kind of go-to group for me, um, mm -hmm. you know, towards like, hey, like these are guys that, well, like we lived kind of this crucial time, at least again, my opinion, in our lives, like in college, to where I, you know, I still consider them mm -hmm. brothers. Uh, that if they needed something for me, they called me and said, Hey, I really need something. Like I'm, I'm going to show up. Like I'm going to mm -hmm. be there. I'm going to try and help them out. Um, because I mean, we've had some, you know, just some of our friends that have gone through some hard times that we've, we've sacrificed and, you know, drove hours to, to be there for them or uh, to just spend time with them or whatever. And so, so I, I, but I do agree. Like this whole premise of it is like, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> things have changed obviously we're not talking every single day you know or every single week uh, you know but we haven't lost ourselves um we haven't lost other friends um so i think this this secret of life is very very focused on their specific group uh, yeah. and and to signify and show like really hey every member of that group is is more important than what rachel was complaining you know it's like well who am i you know mm -hmm. uh, i'm nothing i'm just the girl that's here when it's really to show no like you're valuable you're valuable mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and i think the bigger takeaway is like mr feeney's thing where like stupid little fights have a tendency to become stupid big fights yeah and it's like you have to clear the air yeah and you have to like keep relationships clear or you know you could go eight years without talking mm -hmm. and then it is weird um, yeah, because you didn't clear things up as they popped up, even something that is maybe more serious of like, am I actually needed in this group of people? Like, am I wanted in this group of people? And like those things can creep up if you just let all these little things like go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah. And in this like future world, especially with Eric, like representing the extreme of that statement, I totally agree that it's like, Maybe it's meaningful to them in that moment. It's a little harder when they come back to like the modern time and they read it again. That's right. Uh -huh. It's like oh, Eric Eric man. runs and tackles Rachel, throws her over his shoulder, carries her in, and mounts her. straddles her on the ground. Read this statement. <laughs> oh, so good. But yeah, this is the most powerful statement there is. Mm -hmm. Do you think that uh, in the writing room that they had a, a moment of silence because of how profound it was? <laughs> yeah, one guy wrote it. They were all as high as a kite, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and he, one guy said it, and everyone was like, 
Whoa. That's it, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't imagine anything else than them being really hot. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that's a that's the pin. That's the thing. That's the domino that falls down. That's right. Um, and gives them all into a big group hug. Yep. yep. They, they do a group hug dog pile, which is kind of fun. Which leads uh-huh. to George Feeney jumping up on the desk. Yes. And trying to fight them off with a ruler. That's yeah. right. It is really funny because most athletic the- move I saw of George Feeney. Uh huh. MVP um, again. MVP. <laughs> um, and yeah, the, I mean that's the episode. Like they all apologize for the things that are bothering them. Probably the 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 part of this that makes me the angriest is like in this world where like Jack, Angela, and Rachel are like screaming to be seen. Like after the three of them come together. Like Topanga's takeaway is still about Corey and Sean. Mm. <laughs> like it's not like uh-huh. I'm sorry I was making your guys' problems all about me. It was like I really wanted to be part of that group. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I don't think Topanga gets it yet. <laughs> no. She doesn't know how to play solitaire. She doesn't know how to talk to people, apparently. She doesn't know how to read the room. Which, you know, when you really think about it. Because, to, you know, you have Jack and, and Rachel and Angela, like, complaining about not being a part of the group. Mm-hmm. But this whole time, and Jack says it, like, in the episode before, Eric, nobody wanted you on their team. Like, but Eric's not complaining about <laughs> any of those things. Nope. Like, Eric is fighting for this group to stay together, even though literally, like, maybe the day before, I don't know what the timeline was between episodes, but it's just like, the day before, it's like, nobody wanted you on their team, bro. Yes. And he's probably the one that's hitting up Mr. Feeney to be like, dog, we got to do something because it's falling apart at the seams. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, he's he, he's going to bat for him, even though like he's probably the one that got his feelings like most delivered. <laughs> yeah, everybody did not want Eric. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to point that out about uh, Eric a- and Topanga because like that's kind of yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Topanga. Okay. So there's that episode. Yeah. There it is. Seven the hard way. Seven the hard way. I'm going to get my sheet back out because it's still up. So I don't have to let it load. That's good. Mm. We're not going to vamp. No. <laughs> um, I do think I like this one less than the war, but not much less personally. So I think it's like a 7.5 for me. I think the time skip is really fun. As I already said, and I really enjoy it. Um, I wish it was maybe implemented a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like I personally, I think it would have been a really big and cool swing if it was just like the rest of the season was time skipped. Oh, and it's then yeah. like reconciling with one another over the course of several episodes in the future, um, which would make some things more believable um, for the way. Yeah, that be- you just wanted more of place with squirrels. Uh huh. That's Definitely really what more it was. Plays squirrels. That's what it was. Honestly, though, this episode kind of strangely predicts where TV is now. In because, like, every TV show—not every TV show—that's an exaggeration. But like the iCarly TV show and the the like, Zoe 101 is all about this. Like after the show's time period, everyone stopped being friends, but then they all got together and tried to be friends again. Uh huh. That's fair. That's fair. Mm. Yeah, it's like Fuller House. 
Fuller House, yeah. Maybe that's why they did it with Girls, Girl Meets World or whatever. It's true. They can't have happy endings. Sever all ties. Oh, goodness. It's There's good things about Girl Meets World, but it's not good. <laughs> Mostly the more direct connections to Boy Meets World. Yeah, yeah. it really should have been that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just, um, yeah, anyway. Different. So what do you guys rate this one? My 7.5 is just standing out there bravely. By oh, itself. sorry. Um, so I, again, this is probably going to be because of my emotional, and I'm not an emotional guy. You guys know me. Um, my emotional attachment to when I first watched it. So like back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. When it's kind of this, you know, like hitting me as, hey, you should value your friendships. You should mm-hmm. reconcile arguments. Like you should be quick to do those things. Um because if you don't, there are consequences. And so I I, I kind of rate rank this a little bit higher. I'm gonna go like eight point nine. Eight point nine. Oh, I'm making the math hard. Oh, I'm sorry. Um Okay, it's a calculator. It's not that hard. <laughs> but I just feel you know, I just feel like it was just it just, you know, kind of this good thing. Having one, at least for me, having Eric, you know, really be kind of the one that's standing firm and planting himself as in like, hey, let's we're not gonna let this thing fall. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're friends, dang it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a little more it's weird because I think this episode is, is definitely flawed. But like when, you know, in seven years, let's say, when I think of these two episodes, like almost everything I think about is going to be the time skip. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the time skip is pretty well done, e- even though um, it could have been more substantive. Um, so I think I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. I liked it a little more than the first Quick one. maths. That puts this one at an average of 8.13. 8.13, which puts it in third place. It just bumped down the war down one spot. And this is third place for the season so far. Well, they will both be in the tournament, so. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) Um, Um, So who is our MVP? um, I mean, I don't don't think it needs much discussion. It's Eric, right? Yeah, it has to be Eric, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. Eric specifically plays with squirrels. Plays with squirrels. (laughs) That's right. And I feel like a simple title for this would just be Boy Meets Plays with Squirrels. Boy meets plays with squirrels. I mean, I don't know what other title. I mean, boy meets time skip. <laughs> you know, like I don't know what boy else meets liquor. Liquor. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, I think I think you know they're the obvious answers, but they're the correct ones. Uh-huh. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it works out that way. You know. Well, all right, guys, we did it. Hey, we did it, guys. Did it. It's we been a while. It Feels good to be back. It feels good to be back. Double heads, old friend. It felt good to have this finally happen. It's true. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Uh, Cameron and I were running out of things to talk about in the interlude podcasts. Little, little did I know it was going to be a 16-week gap from when we were originally going to do this till now. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we're like just going we to take a little break. Probably be a couple weeks. Not a big deal. And that was June? <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were planning on our first, uh, on our last episode, falling very close to the 30th anniversary of Boy Meets World, uh, which was two months ago. Yeah. We've blown past that. Oh, man. Yeah. That. Thanks a lot. We could have done it too. We could have. We were really on track for like, oh, man, 
like that 30th anniversary is going to land right when we're going to release like the last episode. Oh no. <laughs> but not anymore. No, now we'll be done sometime late late spring. Well, it'll be good. Um, just like as it. a programming note for everyone at home, even though we're back talking Boy Meets World, next week we're not. Oh, it's that's right. It's and special holidays. You might call it American Thanksgiving, but you would be wrong um, because it is the truest, greatest holiday, which is Time Loop Day. Yes. <laughs> the high holiday of my people. Yeah. So we'll let you know what exactly we'll be watching for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll let you know in advance. So if you want to watch and join in mm-hmm. on all the fun and Time Loop Day. It is my favorite. But then after that, we'll be back with Boy Meets World on the mm-hmm. regs. Yeah, I, I I think it will be a pretty pretty solid sprint to the end. I, for one, can't wait. Can't wait for the end? For just this sprint. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we I mean, went from having one podcast to having like half a podcast to having two podcasts. And so it'll be nice to go back to like having one. Right. <laughs> and then just remember after that, you got, I mean, Bluey Fever. Oh, right. We'll have three. We've got, we've got that can be like more. a TikTok series, I think. That's, that's right. Yeah, we're gonna start a TikTok. I mean, the episodes are you know pretty short. So. No, it's just us playing the games. <laughs> just that's right. You discuss the episode and play the game. I like it. Musical statues, everyone. Um, we've got we'll we have six um uh, we have six episodes of this episode coverage left. Seven wow. episodes. That's so, crazy. Yeah. Yep. So it'll be early 2024. Early 2024. But yeah, we're back. We're going to finish Boy Meets World. We're going to do the best episode tournament and uh, then we'll be done. So uh, stick around for that. But as of right now, that's all I've got. And that's all I've got. Hey, guys. I really appreciate it. It was a fun time. <laughs> it was. I enjoyed it. Time. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Loved but it. That's all we got here for Boy Meets so, World Fever. So, so long, world. So long. See ya.